Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy and happy February. I was gonna say I can't believe that it's February, but honestly, I feel like January has lasted so long, like New Year's feels like it was forever ago. So happy February, we are on to the next month, trekking along in this year. Very exciting stuff. I am personally very excited for February, and I will tell you why right now. That's what's new with me. I'm excited to start this month because the start of this month also means that I am going on vacation very, very soon. Like, Sunday soon. I'm going to Cancun with some of my friends, my boyfriend. It's gonna be a blast. I cannot wait. It is freezing in Chicago right now. So the fact that I'm about to be in the sun, on the beach, by the ocean, dream come true. I cannot wait to have a margarita in hand, just having a grand old time. Really not trying to rub it in if you're in a really cold place right now, but maybe this is your PSA that you also need to take a vacation. Because even though a lot of us get time off for the holidays, it doesn't seem like a true vacation because there's just so much going on. Which granted, I love the holidays so much, all the family time, the festivities, but it's not the same thing as truly a vacation, which I feel like I can use pretty much anytime, so I'm ready and cannot wait. It has been at the top of my mind for so long now, and it's approaching us so, so soon. So that's the main thing that's new with me. The other thing that's new is that, guys, I told you that I started watching Euphoria last week, and I have to say... I am fully into the world of it all. I have watched so, so many interviews with the cast, with Sam Levinson, the creator. Once I get into a show, this is exactly what I do. I just binge watch interviews because I find it so interesting how they talk about their character, what they feel about their roles. I also really like to hear from the creator of the show, what went into it, the thought process. This show in particular is super interesting to watch interviews for because Sam Levinson really put so much of his own story into his main character, Rue, which I have very much found out through all of these sit-down talks when Zendaya and Sam Levinson are both there. It's very cool to see how much respect they both have for each other because the character Rue is portraying Sam Levinson, who he used to be. He was a teenage addict, he went through a lot of the situations that he wrote about that are now on our screens every week, and they just talk about the entire process, how sometimes it's really heart-wrenching to get into some of the very traumatizing things that he had to go through, but he's so completely open with Zendaya about it so that she can fully portray her character as amazingly as she does. And then also to hear from all of the other actors their personal relationships to their characters, how much love the cast and crew have for each other. It seems like an excellent show to work on, definitely a very challenging one, but they all seem to feel very rewarded by the work that they're doing, which is super cool, which you don't really get that insight by just watching a show. So that's what I've been doing, and now my YouTube algorithm is showing me any and all interviews. So if it exists, I have probably seen it or I probably will see it. It is definitely a deep hole to get into, but I'm thoroughly enjoying myself right now. That's really all that's new with me, so let's get right into what's hot this week. 
And because an event of the year is right around the corner, our news is very heavily focused on the Super Bowl. First up, according to CBSSports.com, 2022 Super Bowl odds, Rams open as favorite over Bengals as LA is set to play in home stadium. The matchup for Super Bowl 56 is set. It'll be the NFC champion Los Angeles Rams taking on the winners of the AFC in the Cincinnati Bengals at SoFi Stadium. With this head-to-head set in stone, we can now begin the process of sinking our teeth into this matchup and dissecting it from every possible angle. CBS further writes, Of course, one of those areas of focus will be on the gambling aspect of this contest. As it pertains to that layer of Super Bowl 56, the opening line at Caesars Sportsbook has the Rams as a four-point favorite over the Bengals. The total is set at 49.5. A piece to that puzzle that has the Rams as the initial favorite is likely due to this game being played at their home stadium in Los Angeles. This is just the second time in history that a team has played in a, quote, home Super Bowl, with the Buccaneers doing so last year. Tampa Bay also became the first team to win the Super Bowl in their home stadium. The Bengals find themselves in the Super Bowl after pulling out an overtime victory against the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship. They rallied back from a 21-3 deficit to advance in the Super Bowl for the first time since 1988. Meanwhile, the Rams mounted a comeback of their own as they entered the fourth quarter of the NFC Championship down double digits to the San Francisco 49ers. It was over that final quarter where they scored 13 unanswered points to reach the Super Bowl for the second time under head coach Sean McVay. According to CBS sports research analyst Stephen O, his initial simulations of Super Bowl 56 has the Rams winning 58% of the time by an average of 3.5 points. Super Bowl 56 will kick off on Sunday, February 13th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now guys, I don't know how many sports fans we have out there, but it is very interesting that there is a way to calculate who is most likely to win. But that doesn't mean that they will. That's the thing about sports or anything that you can only predict as far as you can until they actually play. And you see if somebody's having a bad day or a really good day, And I know it's not that simple, but when there is human error involved, you really can only predict these things so far. But regardless, Rams are projected to win. I'm struggling a little, guys, because I usually like rooting for the underdog. I feel like a lot of people do. It's just such a fun, like, come-up story. But I gotta say, I'm rooting for the Rams. I mean, come on, guys. I used to live in LA. I love the city. It's a home game for them. You know, so much has to happen for your team to make it to the Super Bowl. And then not only that, for it to be the same year that you're hosting the Super Bowl. That to me is just so cool. It's only happened one other time. So the idea that it could happen again, there's just something romantic about that, don't you think? winning at home, having all of your fans right there to cheer you on the whole time. There are many aspects of sports that I don't know about, but one thing that I can get behind is just how emotionally invested people get in their team. 
I know sometimes it gets a little far, but there is something so unifying about sports, just being either from the place that you're rooting for or having some kind of a connection to the place or the team. I don't know, there's something about it. That's why sports movies, I feel, get me every single time. Guarantee, if I watch a sports movie that has some inspirational message or ending like they pretty much all do, I will get emotional during it, absolutely. No shame. So I will actually be coming back from Cancun on the day of the Super Bowl. So I'm going to be tuning in as soon as I land. Let me know if you guys have any stake in the game. And if not, totally fine too, because our next story is for the people that watch the Super Bowl for reasons other than football. AdAge.com has rounded out a list of all the Super Bowl commercial teasers released so far. They write, Super Bowl advertisers have begun the yearly tradition of building buzz for their big game commercials through short teaser videos that typically reveal nuggets of information, or sometimes nothing at all. Here are some of the brands that you're going to be seeing during the Super Bowl in between the big game and a little description of some of their trailer teasers. Kia. Kia's Super Bowl ad will use a robotic dog to push its new electric vehicle, the Kia EV6, according to a teaser released on January 31st, which uses Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart as a soundtrack. Kia is making its return after sitting out of the game in 2021. Very interesting, they're back and they're back with the robotic dog. Next up, Hellman's. Two Mayos will star in Hellman's Super Bowl commercial. Hellman's is tapping former linebacker and now coach Jared Mayo to star in the commercial. He's part of a Mayo Times Mayo team, which, like the brand's 2021 big game debut, is part of an effort to get people to, quote, make taste, not waste when it comes to left-behind ingredients. Another one on the list, Nissan. Nissan, on January 31st, released a Super Bowl ad teaser, posing as a comic action movie trailer, starring actors Eugene Levy, Denai Guerrera, and Dave Bautista. Actress and Nissan spokeswoman Brie Larson does not appear in the teaser, but is expected to show up in the ad. Nissan, which is advertising in the game for the first time since 2015, is plugging the all-new 2023 Nissan Z with the spot from TBWA Shiat Day. Next, Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra revealed Peyton Manning and Steve Buscemi would be part of its Super Bowl campaign when it released three teasers for its big game commercial on January 28th. In one teaser, Manning picks up an orange bowling ball, in the second, Buscemi is working behind the counter at the bowling alley. And in the third, an unidentified bowler is tying their shoe. Ooh, I wonder who the unidentified bowler is going to be. Time will tell. Next, Budweiser. Budweiser, which is making its return to the Super Bowl after sitting out of the game last year, revealed in its teaser released on January 26th, that the iconic Clydesdales would also make their return to the big game stage. E-Trade It looks like E-Trade Baby is going to be back in the Super Bowl for the first time since 2014. A 30-second teaser called Monitor shows two business execs asking an unseen character to return. 
they're speaking to him via a baby monitor. Lays. Lays released its second teaser on January 27th, revealing that Paul Rudd would be joining Seth Rogen in its first Super Bowl commercial in 17 years. The 15-second clip shows the two sitting in a non-moving car talking about shooting a Super Bowl teaser. In the commercial, Rogan asks Rudd, We're teasing commercials now? That's a thing? And with that, that is going to be the last description I read because that is a very valid question. Why are we teasing all of these commercials? We're going to watch the Super Bowl anyway. And again, if you're not watching for the game, you may be watching for the commercials, but I'm not sure that a teased out commercial is going to make you watch it more. You know, like I have watched the Super Bowl for the commercials before, but there is something fun about not knowing everything that's going to be on your screen that day. So for these last couple ones that are listed on adage.com, I'm just going to give you the brand, not the description, so that we don't give too much away before the big day. Booking.com, Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, Irish Spring, Frito-Lay, and Sam's Club. That is a little insight on some of the brands that are going to be appearing on your screen. Watch out for them if any of these teasers interest you. You don't have to wait that much longer to see the real thing. And if you do want to watch any of these teasers, check them out. They're on adage.com, right on this article. Very easy to consume, all for yourself. Just type in all the Super Bowl commercial teasers released so far, and you will get there. That's it for what's hot. That was your little pre-Super Bowl news for you guys. If you follow, if you don't, there's no denying it. It's a big thing. Everyone's talking about it. And it's kind of fun to be a part of, whether you're a big sports fan or not. Moving along, let's get right in to what's good. First up this week is a fashion item. One that I have been wanting for so long. And for some reason, I just could not get myself to purchase. This happens to me quite a bit. If there's something on my personal list of things that I want to buy myself, even if they're not outrageously expensive, it takes me a long time to actually purchase from my cart. You know, like online, I'll put stuff in my cart all the time, but to actually make the purchase is very hard for me sometimes, which is kind of strange because I'm an avid shopper, but I'm also a person that looks at all the reviews, watches YouTube reviews on the products, and again, it's not even for outrageously pricey things. I think it's just because where my shopping habits began, where I fell in love with shopping, was in a store. So transferring that passion online, or even transferring those habits to online, I just don't have that immediate need to purchase right then and there. But I will say that if it gets to the point where a product that I want there's only one left in my size, then I am so quick to click buy, which I feel like conspiracy theory. I feel this could very much not be true at all. It probably is not. That's why I called it a conspiracy theory. That on websites, when they say there's only one left, consumer behavior, at least for me, and I think probably for other people, is to be like, I need it right now, the opportunity is going away, I'm never going to have this thing because it's the last one left. Or, if I do want it, I'm going to have to wait so, so long until they restock. But my thought 
is that always accurate? Is it really always the last one left? Because I feel as though there have been times where it has said last one available and then I'll go back to the website and it will still be available to purchase. I don't know, guys. I don't know what companies are out there doing that. I don't know if it was just a mistake in the system because I will say that sometimes I have purchased, quote, last one left and it actually is the last one because I go back and it's no longer available. But if that is what they do and it's not actually the last one, I understand that it would be lying, but I do believe it would drive more purchases. Not the right thing to do by any means, but I am curious to know if that happens. If anyone has intel on that, please let me know because I fall for those so often. That was a very long tangent. All of that to say, this is an item that I've wanted for a while. I finally bought it, and I'm here to tell you, it is worth the hype. It is the Skims Fits Everybody Long Sleeve Crew Neck Bodysuit. I got it in the color Smoky Quartz. It's a really nice brown at this point. Everyone knows we love that color right now. But this bodysuit in particular is like butter. It's so soft, it's so smooth, it snatches you in. It looks great with jeans, it looks great with a skirt, it looks great with joggers. Literally so many things that you can wear it with. And I know that there's so much hype around skims, but I don't know, sometimes when there's so much hype around something, I almost think that I'm gonna be disappointed because my expectations are so high for the product. And I will say, this is literally the only item that I've ever purchased from Skims. But now that I have, I think that I probably will be purchasing more. Because I'm very pleased with it. And more than that, I am very, very pleased with the customer service. I had received a discount code just because it was my first purchase. But I waited so long to use it that it expired. So I reached out to their customer service. I told them about the situation. They told me that they expire after 30 days, which I mean, my indecisiveness, like I just told you guys, it lasted far more than 30 days. So that's why I was in the situation in the first place. They were so kind about it. They gave me another discount code to use. Then I tried to use it. It didn't work. So I emailed them, let them know that it didn't work. They said they were so sorry to try again, that they did something on the back end. Then they also told me that if this time it didn't work, to just purchase and send them the receipt and then they would refund the difference. It worked, so I was able to purchase, but I was just so appreciative of how communicative they were. It didn't take them long to email me back. There was constant communication, solutions. It was just a very positive experience and I told them that, I was very thankful. So now, not only do I like the product, I had a really great experience with the team, so that makes me even more inclined to purchase again. If you guys have never tried them out, I would encourage it. I think that they're great everyday basic wear. Alright, next up on what's good is a drink. I haven't done one of these in a while, but I just purchased for the first time a couple weeks ago, and I'm obsessed. They are the Topo Chico Hard Seltzers. Now, I understand that this product was non-alcoholic before and then they just made a seltzer recently, but I had never tried their mineral water and now their seltzers make me want to try the mineral water. 
I mean, one, the mineral water does come in glass bottles, so I think there's something kind of just cool about that. But I love the hard seltzers. I just think they're so good. The strawberry guava is my favorite, but it is honestly neck and neck with the exotic pineapple. Those are the top two flavors for me. They're light, they're tasty, it's fun to say. Topo Chico. Every single time I'm gonna grab one, I'm like, gonna go get my Topo Chico. I feel like I should do a little dance every time I grab it, you know? It's just a fun product. If you are of age, check them out yourself. I highly recommend. Drink responsibly. You can get them pretty much any place that sells alcohol. They're pretty mainstream at this point. Alright guys, last up for what's good. A song, only one this week. It is called For a Minute by Wiz the MC. Of course, it has been added to the Spotify playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good. And now to round out this episode, the last episode before I am on vacation. That makes me so happy to say I am so excited. And it actually very much does relate to the topic that we are talking about this week, which I am very aware is personal to my situation right now but we'll get into why it's a little bit more universal than you may think from the get-go. This week's topic is about bottling up the lead-up, the anticipation, the excitement, in my case, the pre-vacation energy. What I mean by that is bottle up that feeling. Remember how you felt before the exciting thing happened and carry it all throughout. As I said in the beginning of this podcast, I'm so excited right now for this thing that I feel like I've been waiting for forever. This vacation, this moment in time, this opportunity to be with my friends and relax and just genuinely let go of anything else that I have to think about for one week. That feeling, the pre-vacation feeling, that's the best feeling. The potential for the trip to be amazing right? Because I have these expectations now, you know? I've thought about this trip for a long time, so I'm thinking it's going to be perfect, it's going to be amazing, it's going to be everything that I want it to be and more. And thinking back on it, this is the feeling that I get before anything that is super exciting in my life. And I think a lot of us probably do. We're so excited for it that the lead-up actually sometimes is better than the actual thing. And I think that I think that way because when the actual exciting thing is happening, every day of it is closer and closer to the ending, which I fully recognize is a horrible way to think because then you're not truly enjoying what you're doing when you're doing it. But I do believe that there is some truth to that because before the event has happened, before the vacation has happened, you only have something to look forward to. And sometimes it feels like that feeling is so few and far between. And again, it's not just like this is just for a vacation. But if you're taking a vacation, you think, okay, it's going to be a while before I take my next vacation. Probably. I mean, some people travel more than others. But for the most part, I think that's probably true. You take a vacation and then you probably don't take another vacation for a little while. So once it's over, there's obviously so much less to look forward to. But if it's upcoming, there's so many things that can make you excited about it along the way. You know, listening to vacation music, talking about the trip, packing, 
shopping, imagining it. Sometimes before me and my boyfriend go on a trip, especially if it's a location that's like tropical or there are a lot of movies that are based in that location, we'll watch movies that are set there to get us even more excited about the trip. So it's all of that lead up. It's so fun. What I want to do for this trip, I'm going to just try it out because it's the first time that I'm actively thinking about it in this way. I am going to try to bring my same excitement, my same energy that I have for the lead up to my vacation, spill a little bit of that bottle all the way out through the end. I am going to do my very best to not count down the days of when something is going to end right when it starts or at all throughout the process. I'm just going to try to enjoy every single day for what it is. And I'm really hoping that on the last day of this vacation, I'm going to have as much fun, as much excitement, as much energy as the day before this vacation. Because it's okay that things have to come to an end. I just want to really enjoy it when it's actually happening. And then once it's over, I want to be excited about the fact that I have the memories. You know, I think so many of these things that we talk about here on this podcast, it's really just a mindset change. I'm going to practice that in a really small way, and maybe it'll influence my life in a really big way. You never know how these things can work, you guys, until you try. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I'm excited to get this episode out for you guys right before I go. I will be pre-recording next week's episode, but it is a special, so get excited for that because I definitely am. Find little ways to relax for yourself this week. Give yourself some of that vacation energy, even if you're just at your own home. Say something nice to a stranger, bottle up the lead up, and don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>